Oh, shit. It's Uncle Rob's Alien Storytime Part 4. Damn, son. Where'd you find this? In the last installment of Uncle Rob's Alien Storytime, you heard the story of Joe Simonton and the aliens that traded him some water for intergalactic pancakes. UFOs are no stranger to water sources. In fact, an abundance of UFO sightings have been connected to bodies of water. For instance, the Falcon Lake incident, well, it has lake in the name, because it happened on a rock field right next to a lake. Has anyone told Copface about that? No need. We don't need his tool ass looking into UFO cases. In today's story, water plays a big part. It comes to us from UFO researcher Juan Jose Benitez. Now, the way he came to this encounter sounds kind of convoluted, but stick with me here. In May of 1977, Benitez met a British man who had a UFO encounter in South Africa in 1951. The spring of 1951, to be specific. The man, known only as H.M., is an engineer in a prominent field and was not comfortable with revealing his identity. In the spring of 1951, Mr. H.M. was working for a company called Contactor, a subsidiary of the British Rheostatic Company. He was living in a small town named Parle, not far from Cape Town. He had been experiencing car trouble. His battery had been malfunctioning, and for four hours he gave his car a complete overhaul. The job had taken so long that he had just lost track of time completely. He was going to wait for the battery to charge, but instead, Bump started his vehicle down a hill. Next, he drove around the neighborhood and finally set off in the direction of Drakenstein Mountain, 12 kilometers or 7.5 miles away. Up and down the mountain, it was just a quick trip to give the battery more time to charge, the moon was bright in the sky that night. The shadows of the barren peaks fell to the floor below. He ventured to guess that he was at an altitude of 900 feet and that it was 11.15 p.m. That was when he noticed a man in the beams of his car. He was waving his arms to flag down the motorist. He seemed to emerge from a nearby cliff face and when the motorist stopped, he came to the window and asked the man if he had any water. H.M. stated that he didn't, and the man became slightly upset. You see, we need water, the man said. H.M. suggested that he could take him to a nearby stream down the road, and he assured the stranger that the water was good. He invited the man into his car, and the pair sped down the road toward the stream. H.M. filled the used oil can with water and quickly raced back to his car. The figure spoke with a strange accent that he couldn't quite place, and he directed the motorist to a dark area at the foot of the mountain. After he acclimated to the darkness a bit, he could make out a strange craft 100 meters or 330-ish feet from the road. It was 15 meters or about 50 feet in diameter, and was supported by legs that lifted it 4 meters, or 13 feet, from the ground. There was a set of stairs that led to an opening on the underside of the craft, and all around the center of it were rectangular windows. He felt a sense of apprehension and fear when the man invited him on board. 
H.M. was hesitant, but the man insisted. He climbed the set of stairs and emerged into a short, circular room. The ceilings were low, as the occupants of the craft were about 1.5 to 1.6 meters tall, or between 4 foot 11 and 5 foot 3. There was an instrument panel and a set of levers in the center of the room, and lining the walls were a series of benches that seemed to run around the interior. Stretched out on one of them was another strange figure, with three more attending to him. According to this strange hitchhiker, he had sustained a burn, and that was what they needed the water for. H.M. was ordered to remain by the entrance while the crew aided their fallen mate. The befuddled motorist looked around the room, trying to find its lighting source. Like with most people who find themselves aboard a UFO, light seemed to be coming from everywhere, but the source itself remained hidden. The strange hitchhiker walked back over to him and allowed him to ask questions. H.M. asked the man where the engines were, to which he replied, We don't have any. He asked them how they navigated, and the being responded, We have a different system. We nullify gravity. That is how we rise. The being then went on to state that they overcame gravity using a very heavy liquid that was circulated through a tube. This effect would create a liquid magnet that they could use to manipulate gravity. Its velocity was similar to the speed of light. The pair chatted for about 15 minutes or so. The motorist asked where they came from. He simply pointed to the sky and said, From there. When pressed, he chose not to elaborate. Before long, the occupant gestured for the motorist to leave, which he did. He looked back briefly at the strange man, donned in a laboratory-style coat, and walked away from the 45-minute encounter knowing firmly that this wasn't a dream. The next day, H.M. returned to the site. In the ground, there were four strange marks where the legs had supported the craft. The most remarkable thing about the encounter is how normal the men looked. The motorist was never startled by the looks of the hitchhiker. They all had the same chestnut-colored hair. Their foreheads were slightly wider than our own but they were remarkably human-like, if only a bit shorter on average. In the end, we all have to ask ourselves, would we help a stranded alien in his search for water? For people like Joe Simonton and H.M., it's an emphatic yes. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Uncle Rob's Alien Storytime. Stay safe. And tell those dickless aliens to remain six feet away at all times.